You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now, introducing your host, Hans Nickel. Good morning and welcome to the KCAC Beat. My name is Hans Nickel, the Assistant Commissioner for Operations here at the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference. It is Monday morning, December 5th. 2022 on Saturday we had a busy day in KCAC women's basketball this podcast your women's basketball scoreboard podcast from over the weekend every Monday we have a few different podcasts come out here on the KCAC beat I cover the women's basketball results Mark Hoffines will cover the men's basketball results as well as give you a news and notes podcast As we look at programming for the week, tomorrow we will have a Player of the Week podcast, and then we will uh, recap games again on Thursday, as Wednesday night we will have more games in the conference. We'll look at those uh, here before the end of this podcast, but without further ado, let's jump in and look at the results of the busy weekend in the KCAC in women's basketball. This is the KCAC Scoreboard. KCAC schools participated in seven different games this Saturday, two non-conference matchups, and then five KCAC matchups. We're going to start in the non-conference and look up, look at our first matchup. Uh, statistics aren't fully available for the out. They are fully available. It took a second for my page to refresh. A couple times didn't want to pull up, but now I have them. So our first matchup, Bethel College hosted a Manhattan Christian. Uh, so Manhattan Christian coming from Manhattan, Kansas to North Newton to take on the Threshers. Bethel wins this one in convincing fashion, jumps out 31-5 to in the first quarter and goes on a roll the rest of the way. Lee are winning this one 99 to 39, the largest lead for Bethel College up at 63 at one point in this game that saw zero ties, zero lead changes. Bethel shooting 50% from the field on this one, 39 for 79, right at 50%. Uh, Manhattan Christian only 44 shots in the game, made 16 of those, 36.4% from the field. Three point shooting, holy smoke, the Threshers. 37 attempts they make 15 of them that's a 41 percent rate as a team that is a lot of points on three-point baskets manhattan christian was three of 13 Uh, bethel out rebounded manhattan christian 47 to 26 Uh, turned 33 Manhattan Christian turnovers into 57 points, uh, outscored Manhattan in second chance points, 18 to zero, 40 to 10 on uh, in the paint, 43 to zero on fast break and 41 to two in bench points. Let's look at individual performances by KCAC players. So Bethel College, had three players in double-figure scoring. Uh, Leading scorer came off of the bench with 22 was Jordan Lyons. Uh, So had those 22 points, two rebounds, two steals, and a block in this game. 
Josie Stupe had 19 out of the starting lineup, four rebounds, six assists, six steals. Karen Yoder, 19 points as well, one rebound, one assist, three steals. And Carly Robb had 11 points, seven boards, an assist, a steal, and a block as Bethel wins in convincing fashion. Our second non-conference mashup featured Avila University traveling on the road to Haskell Indian Nations. Avila falling in this one, 51-78. Looking at team statistics, Avila was 17-57 of 57 from the field, 30%. Haskell was 32-67 at 48%. Three-point shooting, Avila goes 11-28, of 28, 39%. Haskell 5-15, of 15, 33%. Uh, rebounding, Avila actually wins the rebounding battle 39-32, to 32, but turns the ball over 31 times, and that leads to 29 Haskell points. Uh, Haskell won the points in the paint battle 40-6, to 6, and the bench points battle 23-9. to 9. Largest lead for Avila was one in this one, came in the first quarter. Haskell's largest lead was 29 in the fourth quarter. Game saw two early lead changes, uh, but not much in the later part of the contest. Individual performances by the Eagles in this one. Hannah Smith uh, leading all scores in the game for Avila. 25 points, 10 rebounds, double-double, two assists in this one. Also in double figures for Avila was Emily Baldwin. 11 points, three rebounds, three assists, one steal. Katie Frazier, 10 boards in this one. Didn't do a lot offensively scoring, uh, but on the defensive ends, had nine defensive rebounds, 10 total rebounds in the game out of the starting lineup for Avila as well. Leading scorers off the bench, both with three, were Kayla Navy and Caitlin Ward as Avila falls in non-conference action. Now let's shift to conference play. We'll start first in Winfield, Kansas, as Southwestern College hosted York University. York coming all the way from York, Nebraska. And in this one, it is the road team, the Panthers, York University, that take the victory. They jump out 19-6 to in the first quarter, 22-8 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, which is, or not the fourth, the third quarter. So it's a tale of the first and the third quarter. Second quarter and fourth quarters were both tied in this one, but it's that first and second, or first and third quarter that drive York to the victory. York, 32 of 71 from the field, 45%. Southwestern was 16 of 59, 27%. York hit 11 threes on 32 attempts, 34%. Southwestern hit eight threes on 28 attempts, 29%. York only gets to the line twice. They make both of those free throws. Southwestern gets to the line 10 times or 13 times and converts 10 of those. Rebounding battle in favor of York, 38 to 36. 25 Southwestern turnovers lead to 33 York points off of turnovers. There's a big difference in that one as Southwestern only gets 11 points off of turnovers. Points in the paint in favor of York, 30 to 16. Bench points in favor of York, 23 to 9. Largest lead for York was 32, came in the fourth quarter um, with 7.26 to play. There was one tie in this one early, no lead changes. Individual performances first for Southwestern, two players in double figure scoring. Macy Pond led the team with 17. 
also added seven rebounds, three steals in this one. Also in double figures was Haven Matthews, 10 points, one rebound, two assists in this one. Leading scorer off the bench, and the only scorer off the bench for Southwestern was Devin Woods. She had nine points, two or one rebound, two assists, one steal in 26 minutes of play for York. Three players in double figure scoring. Imani Honey leads the the team and the game with 18 points at six rebounds, six assists, three steals. Very productive game from Honey. Also in double figures out of the starting lineup, Kiara Persina, uh, Kiara Pesina. 13 points, six boards, three assists, five steals, a defensive force there. Um, and then off of the bench in double figures was Alyssa Sivtak, 10 points, four rebounds, four assists, two blocks in 22 minutes of play as York gets the road conference victory. Now let's travel to Wichita where Friends University played host to Ottawa University. This game, Friends jumps out to a 10-8 first quarter lead, uh, wins the second quarter 14-10, takes a six-point lead into halftime, but then uses a 23-15 third quarter uh, to drive the Falcons to a 61-49 final victory in this one over Ottawa University. Ottawa... um, so we look at those team statistics was 16 of 64 from the field, 20 or sorry, 30 percent. Uh, friends, 19 of 49, 39 percent. Uh, Ottawa hits eight threes on 29 attempts. Friends hits four on 14 attempts. But at the free throw line, Ottawa shoots six, makes three friends shoots 27, makes 19 of those friends dominates in the rebound battle. 50 to 33 Um, points in the paint in favor of friends 20 to 12 Uh, bench points in favor of Ottawa 30 to 13 individual performances in this one for Ottawa leading scorer came off of the bench was Sierra Brown had 15 points 7 boards 6 assists 2 steals and a block that was the only uh, Ottawa player in double figure scoring leading scorer in the starting lineup was Nicole Brown with eight points also added eight rebounds for friends three players in double figure scoring Mackenzie Shippey led the team uh, with 18 points added three rebounds four assists two steals also in the starting lineup Bridget Busby 13 points seven rebounds two assists uh, off of the bench, Ryland Garner scored 13, had 12 boards, double-double, two assists, two steals in 28 minutes of play as the Falcons get the victory in conference play at home. Now we travel to Salina, Kansas, where Oklahoma Wesleyan took on Kansas Wesleyan University, the Coyotes of Kansas Wesleyan hosting the Eagles of Oklahoma Wesleyan. Here's the home team that gets the victory again, 64 to 53. Uh, Kansas Wesleyan dominates the first and second quarters, 17 to 9, 12 to 7 in the first and second quarter. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan makes a comeback in the third, uh, wins the third quarter, 18 to 11. 
but Kansas Westland takes the fourth quarter 24 to 19 to get the 64 to 53 victory. Kansas Westland, um, look at team stats here, are kind of not fully visible, but we look at shooting percentages at least. Oklahoma Westland shoots. 32%, 20 of 63. Kansas Westland went 22 of 57 for 39% from three-point land. Both teams hit five. Oklahoma Wesleyan took 23. Uh, Kansas Westland took 14 from the free throw line. Oklahoma Westland was, was eight of 13. Kansas Westland was 15 of 18, 83% as a team. Really good shooting from the free throw stripe for Kansas Westland. There were three uh, Eagles in double figure scoring all in the starting lineup, all scored 10 points. Uh, So Sierra Johnson had 10 points, two rebounds, two steals. Zariah Tillman had 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, three steals, one block. And Sidney Shevenick had 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals. Uh, all leading the Eagles in scoring and in double figures. Leading scorers off the bench, both with four points for the Eagles, were uh, Malale Farmer and Gracie Alexander. For Kansas Westland, two players in double figure scoring, Lamaya Ricks led the team and the game with 14 points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal in 26 minutes of play then off the bench Tylea Wallace 13 points 17 rebounds dominating performance on the board gets the double 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 also adds two blocks in this one as Kansas Wesleyan gets the home victory our next game we head out to Lindsberg for a top matchup between the home team, Bethany College, and the road team, Sterling College. This game, a close one, a very good game. Uh, Bethany takes a early lead in this one, winning the first quarter 23-19. to So that four-point margin stays heading into halftime as the team is tied 17-17 in the... Um, third quarter Bethany comes out and wins the third quarter 20 to 17 and takes a seven point lead heading into the fourth quarter where Sterling then goes on a run wins the fourth quarter by 9 18 to 9 and wins the game 71 to 69 does the road team Sterling College this game saw five ties three lead changes largest lead for Sterling uh, was two that you saw once in the first quarter and then again as the final margin uh, of victory Bethany's largest lead was 10 came in the second quarter Sterling 24 56 from the field in this one Bethany 30 of 68 three-point shooting Sterling took four threes made one Bethany took 19 threes made two of them a big difference in this game comes at the free throw line Sterling shoots 92 percent as a team makes 22 of 24 attempts Bethany makes seven of 13 attempts Sterling out rebounds Bethany 38 to 22 
Uh, you look at turnovers in this one. Sterling turned the ball over 16 times, leading to 13 Swede points. Bethany turns it over seven times, leading to six Warrior points. Uh, points in the paint in favor of Bethany, 36 to 34. Bench points in favor of Bethany, 21 to 19. But that final score in favor of Sterling, 71 to 69. Bethany had three players in double-figure scoring, tied for team lead, both out of the starting lineups. Uh, Emily Weathers and Sarah Reiner. Weathers had 18 points, four rebounds, and a block. Weathers, 18 points, five rebounds, and a block in this one. Then off of the bench, Lauren Gleason, 13 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal as the other player in double-figure scoring. For Bethany, for Sterling, three players in double-figure scoring as well, leading the team and the games. Carson Schultz, 23 points, 7 of 15 from the field, 9 of 9 from the free-throw line, grabs 8 rebounds, an assist, and 2 steals in this one as well. Bethany Stuckey, other player in double-figure scoring, now the starting lineup, 15 points, 3 rebounds. Uh, in the starting lineup as well, Taya Wilson only scores seven, but grabs 11 rebounds and has three assists. Leading scorer and in double figures out of the uh, off the bench for Sterling, Corinne Clausen, 10 points, uh, one rebound, one steal in 21 minutes of play as Sterling goes on the road and gets the victory in Lindsberg. Our final game of the night. Another close one. Another good one. This one uh, into overtime as McPherson College hosts Tabor College. The Blue Jays on the road against the Bulldogs. And let's break down period by period scoring. Tabor takes an early one-point lead at the end of the first quarter, winning that one 16-15, but the second quarter is all Bulldogs 20-10, nine-point lead in the halftime for for McPherson. Tabor comes out and wins the third and fourth quarters 14-9 and 25-21, forcing overtime, but McPherson able to get back on top in overtime, winning the overtime 12 to 10, and your final score, a home team McPherson College victory in overtime 77 to 75. Tabor 22 of 53 from the field, 42%. McPherson 28 of 56 from the field, 50%. Three point shooting, Tabor hit 8 of 23. 35%. McPherson 1 of 3, 33%. Free throws. Tabor shot 23 of 29, made 23 of 29, 79% as a team. McPherson, 20 of 27, 74%. Rebound margin slightly in favor of Tabor, 29 to 27. Tabor turns the ball over those 17 times, and that leads to 16 McPherson points off of turnovers. McPherson does turn it over 15 times, but Tabor only to capitalize and get eight points off of those. Points in the paint in favor of McPherson, 30 to 10. Bench points also in favor of McPherson, 38 to 26. Largest lead for McPherson was 13. Largest lead for Tabor was four. This game saw 10 ties, nine lead changes back and forth. Uh, all night long, but is the Bulldogs that get the victory. Individual performances, Tabor had three players in double-figure scoring all out of the starting lineup, leading uh, the team and all scores in the game was Zoe Rust, had 21 points, 
seven rebounds, three assists, three steals in 26 minutes of play. Cassidy Beam had 15 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals in 31 minutes of play. And then Janisha Hendricks, 10 points, two assists, one steal in 24 minutes of play. Leading scorer off the bench for the Blue Jays was Ali Osterman, had eight points, four rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 17 minutes. Three uh, Bulldogs in double figure scoring. Leading scorer also for the Bulldogs comes off of the bench. It's Summer Kirkman had 17 points, three rebounds, three assists, two steals, and 30 minutes of play. Then now the starting lineup, uh, Madeline Hankins, 16 points, five rebounds, one steal in 34 minutes. And Jadea Kennedy, 10 points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal in 25 minutes of play as McPherson gets the victory uh, over Tabor at home on Saturday. And that was our final game of uh, the weekend on Saturday. Looking at your current standings in the KCAC after Saturday's contest, we have a four-way tie on top of the conference. All at four and one, our friends, Sterling, Tabor, and Kansas Wesleyan. Then at four and two, you've got Ottawa and Bethany. Uh, so a really tight race right now at the top of the conference standings. McPherson is at three and three. Then St. Mary and York at two and three. Oklahoma Wesleyan at two and four. Bethel and Avila at one and four. And Southwestern at 0 and six. Let's go ahead and look forward uh, to Wednesday's matchups. So a two-game week this week in the KCAC, Wednesday and Saturday. On Wednesday, uh, you'll have a matchup of two of those teams at the, the top of those conference standings as Tabor will travel to Lindsburg to take on Bethany College. That game tipping at 6 p.m., all these games 6 p.m. tips on Wednesday. Oklahoma Wesleyan will travel to Kansas City to take on Avila University. McPherson College will travel to York, Nebraska, taking on the York University Panthers. The University of St. Mary will travel to Wichita and take on Friends University. Um, Ottawa will travel to Salina and take on Kansas Wesleyan University. Then Sterling College will travel to North Newton to take on Bethel College. Again, all these games, 6 p.m. tips on Wednesday, and that brings us to the end of the KCAC scoreboard. That's everything that we've got here on the women's basketball KCAC beat. Again, players of the week will be coming out uh, later today. We'll do a podcast on that tomorrow. It'll be all players of the week, which will include women's basketball. So make sure you're watching out for that. There's also men's basketball on a news and notes podcast coming out today. Watch for those as well. If you enjoy our podcast, do make sure that you are liking and subscribing to that podcast, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts is a great place to find the KCAC beat. But for everyone here at the KCAC, I'm Hans Nichols saying thank you for listening and have a great day. You've been
been listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.